and welcome to Studio Set Stage, a weekly podcast with us, Cynthia Mallard and Mark Dean, where we take you from the studio to the set to the stage in the world of entertainment. It's Studio Set Stage. I'm your girl, Cynthia Mallard. And I'm Mark Dean. Hey there. We are here for another week. Uh, and taking you from the studio to the set to the stage. Excited about all the things that are happening. And maybe some of the things we can help you uh, move in. Yes, indeed. These are tools and resources that we're going to be talking about. That you can use in the world of entertainment as it refers to what we do in the mm-hmm. studio, the set, and the stage. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I heard that uh, the AMAs, right? Aren't they breaking out pretty soon? Yes, the AMAs, which will be premiering on October 9th um, on ABC. And um, lots of things to get to. Um, they just um, revealed the nominees oh, wow. uh, for wow. that, for the 2018 American Music Awards. Okay. And um, it's going to be hosted by Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, my girl yeah. from Blackish. From Blackish. Hello. Yes, indeed. And uh, this will be the first mm-hmm. award show as a result of a multi-year partnership between the American Music Awards, and YouTube Music. Oh, wow. Um, Yes, they actually got that solidified back in August. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be a couple of years they're going to be partnering Mm -hmm. uh, together because YouTube Music, that's the new streaming service platform that's associated with YouTube. But um, they actually added some new categories. Um, Cardi B. Would yeah. definitely be performing. Okay. Um, that hit song, I like it like that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs um, off yes her indeed. album. And she um, holds like major nom- I mean, major nods as far as I think maybe a total of eight nominations. We're, you know what? It's so interesting that uh, uh, the partnership. I wanted to go back to that. So you were saying YouTube and uh, the American Music Awards, like they're in partnership, right? Right. It sounds like uh, to me, it sounds like the American Music Awards really needed that, right? Yes, they did. I mean, it's actually been a boost to them in the last couple of years um some people have said depending on how you view it or if you viewed it it's been lackluster mm-hmm. um in terms of promoting but lackluster has been sorry it's been <laughs> horrible let's just yeah. be honest i mean you've had like I, I remember like in the past and i can't tell you exactly what years but i mean i'm sure i'm not the only person who feels like uh the amas like the whole all the performances have been like horrible just and then i think also they had a problem with like lots of celebrities like not even showing up to the amas yeah well you know um this the parent company of the American Music Awards was Dick Clark, Dick mm. Clark Productions. Right, right. You know, and um, the CEO recently, I mean, uh, basically he talked about the partnership and how it would be, you know, mm-hmm. a boost yeah. to the brand. Yeah. But um, he said, "quote YouTube brings global reach, yeah. awareness, and engagement to the American Music Awards, unlike." ever before yeah and he also added we look forward to enhancing the amas in a unique innovative and immersive way Mm. um and then going back to the platform which we've talked about before you know this current platform where social media Mm. technology is very interactive Mm -hmm. um and it's very in user friendly where you know the viewer or the fan can get a chance to be involved even in the choosing of these particular artists, yeah. you know, their favorite artists that will be nominated. So so you said Cardi B, you said yeah. uh, she's nominated this year, right? Yes, Cardi B. Um, I, I also, like it. Um, Mariah yeah. Carey will be performing. Oh, wow. Um, really? Post Malone. Okay. Um, Carrie Underwood. And um, also um, Khaled. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Khaled? Well, DJ Khaled will probably be there, but Khaled, the artist. Oh. Yes. 
Khaled the artist. Um, Khalid. Also, Khalid. Well, I think his name is Khalid. Is how it's pronounced. That's okay. Yeah. yeah Khalid. Khalid. Yeah. Yeah. Khalid. Yeah. Khalid. You know, there's so many out here. It is. But um, also Khalid um, and um, Benny Blanco. Okay. So these are just a category, um, just maybe a summation of some of the artists. But you can go on the website, um, AMAs, you can Google it, and you can pull that up for the full list. Mm-hmm. And to add to that, mm-hmm. they're going to be doing a great tribute to mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. Amazing. So this year, how is it going to be? Because you remember last year yes. was like a debacle. <laughs> For the tribute they had last year for right. that particular tribute, I don't even want to or whatever. It. It's like, right. Oh. Well, <laughs> this year, uh-huh. who's going to be spearheading the tribute is none other than the Empress mm-hmm. of Soul, Miss Gladys Knight. Okay, yes. yes. About yes. time they got something right. Yes, okay, indeed. Cool. And um, I don't know how many people watched the nine-hour. Uh, funeral, <laughs> um, you know, tribute, uh, tribute, yeah, the tribute, tribute to the Queen of Soul. That's but right. Gladys Knight was phenomenal. You didn't think it deserved nine nine hours? Yes. Oh well. <laughs> be honest. Be honest. <laughs> you didn't think her tribute deserved nine hours? I tell you, you know, based on her her depth of work, I can understand why it was nine hours. Yeah, However, totally. um, you know, I'm pretty sure she was ready. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I'm ready for this to be over too. You know what? I was, was just thinking, awesome, it, it actually made me think back to when um, uh, James Brown, you know, when James Brown uh, passed away and I happened to be working at a corporate company, corporate radio station at the time. And I remember sitting there like, when is this funeral going to be over? Like, we literally let, were like, okay, we might just get a, a sleeping bag and a pillow and just hunker down because this thing ain't going to be over. I think his was about five to six hours, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think because yeah. they had it at the Apollo, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay, um, okay. But like you said, though, <laughs> that, again, is reflected on the impact. Yeah. You know, and she was she the touched queen everybody. of soul. She did. She yeah, really did. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know, yeah, you know, don't be, hey, don't be throwing it at me saying that <laughs> I thought it was too long. <laughs> well, but you know, it was, uh, you know. I, I'm just listening, I'm just listening to what you, you know, you kind of had that, eh, well, not out. It was, it was, but <laughs> yeah. um, definitely, I think, that they um, are on the right path yeah. uh, with this year. And again, the American Music Awards, it will be aired October 9th. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be really good. And it's going to be interactive. They've added three more categories oh, okay. where viewers, fans can vote mm-hmm. um, right on the spot for the nominees. So they're taking a leaf out of like a BET Live and TRL basically sounds like, right? Well, I think it's just, you know, one of those things where you got to... You've got to adapt. It's the engagement. You've got to adapt it's the engagement. With, with, with the times yeah. and the trends. Yeah. Um, and also the resources and tools to help push, you know, the platform. Because American Music Awards, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, great performances and just the way that it was promoted. Mm-hmm. And it, it at one time, it was one of the dominant award shows it was. that you could watch. With I remember great that growing up, yeah. growing up with And them. great performance, like, you know, all of the greats, Michael Jackson, yeah. you know, Lionel Richie, you know, all of these major acts, Prince. Mm-hmm. I wonder, yeah. you know, just thinking about uh, the American Music Awards, and, and I, I know I can't be alone in thinking about uh, why didn't uh, Ryan Seacrest 
uh, jump in and, and taking over the American Music Awards. Because, you know, just like uh, uh, Dick Clark's uh, Rock and Eve, you know, Ryan Seacrest kind of slid in there and really just took that over. Seems like it would have been a prime opportunity for Ryan Seacrest to take over the American Music Awards. Well, um, I think that they worked in partnership because, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to, you know, um, Dick Clark Productions mm-hmm. actually owns, you know, the whole... Um, American, well, he created the American Music Awards. Dick Clark. Um, yes, Dick right. Clark. Right. But it's under their company. It's okay. under It's under Dick Clark Productions, his company. Controlled by his family. And it's controlled, yes, gotcha. by the estate. Gotcha. By the gotcha. estate. Gotcha. And, gotcha. Um, and basically that production company still mm-hmm. operates. They do several shows. They're mm-hmm. actually over... Um, the New Year's Eve, the Rockin' New Year's Eve, they right. still so they employ Ryan Seacrest basically. Yes. You know what? I think yes. it's a great um, I think it's a great move to have uh, uh, my girl Tracy Ellis Ross host the AMAs. I think she's like a great comedic actor, uh, won several awards, like she's at the top of her game right now. So big ups to them right. for whoever chose uh Tracy Ellis Ross to host the AMAs this year. Yes, I think they're doing a great job. And remember, you know, Tracy mm-hmm. Ellis Ross is you know the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because right. her mother, yeah. which is Diana Ross, yeah. was nominated for, and she's won numerous American Music Awards. Yeah. So she falls right into that. She's already acclimated to that. Yeah. And yeah. she understands um, the depth of where the American Music Awards I have started she, and I think how she also, I think she yeah. also awarded her mother Lifetime Achievement Award, too, for the AMAs. Yes. I think it was the last year or either the year before. But I do remember her... Uh, presenting her mother with yes. a Lifetime Achievement Award yes. at she the is. AMAs. She is. Yeah. I mean, Diana yeah. Ross is a past recipient of, you know, the Lifetime Achievement Award from the American Music Award. So, yeah. yes, I think it's befitting that they have her as a host. Very cool, mm-hmm. very cool. Well, uh, you know what? Have you heard about uh, all the money that we have missed out on uh, through R- Rupert Murdoch? Hmm. <laughs> well... <laughs> Okay, well, if you haven't heard... Come on and tell me. What, what, is, what listen, it is Listen, listen. Let, let me tell you something. We already <laughs> knew that media uh, conglomerate owner, uh, Rupert Mur- Murdoch, was freaking rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, uh, basically, they just closed on a deal. Today's Friday, right? Right. Uh, September 28th. They just closed on a deal. Uh, Rupert Murdoch and his super rich sons and the whole family have just closed on a deal to sell uh, part of their uh, Fox Empire uh, to Disney, man. Wow. Yeah, man. You Okay, so the deal is supposed to be valued at more than $70 billion. Can you say billion with a B? That's with a B. <laughs> right, 70. Not a Z. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, the number is like $71.3 billion. All three family members are just like I said, super rich. Now, don't massive. don't right massive. Uh, but let me tell you something. Uh, they're not selling everything uh, to Disney. I think they're going to keep uh, Fox Broadcasting as well as another news source, and they're going to create uh, what they call uh, the new Fox uh, Broadcasting. Now that yeah. goes to show you what? how massive that platform is. Yeah. That they're not selling everything. Mm-mm. They're just selling. These portions of it and yeah. still amassing 70, over $70 billion. You know what? I, I mean, it yeah. leads me, it leads me to think, you know, wow. uh, <laughs> like 
we talk about, you know, our businesses, your yes. business, my business. Uh, and for those of you who are listening to us, like it is, it behooves you, like you've got to go into business uh, for yourself. You know, one of the reasons, like we always say every week mm-hmm. uh, while we create this podcast right. is to help you to move forward in studio set stage. And, and one way I would say in moving ahead is, is ownership. I mean, Rupert Murdoch, hello. Yes. Oprah yes, Winfrey. Yeah, and and that's just the evolution of it all in understanding, um, you know, what you bring to the table in terms of your craft and understanding the importance and what role business plays in that. Mm. Just understanding that entrepreneurship, um, ownership, like you said, going back to that. And, um, you know, definitely where it all starts from an idea. Yeah. But the trick is... To take that idea, mm-hmm. you know, bring it into fruition and then understand the process right. to monetize it yeah. and make it a business. Right. Flip it. Flip, flip it. it. Right. Because think about um, Rupert Murdoch basically made his family like billionaires. Yes. One and two and three times over. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you see that with this deal. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, his... I mean, great, 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 great grandchildren, mm-hmm. you know, he pretty much have established them as trust fund babies. Trust fund babies. Trust fund babies. I think Beyonce talked about that, right? Trust fund babies. Okay. What's the what's you the know. words of the song? Oh, My that's the great goal. grandchildren already rich. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of brown babies on your Forbes list. On the Forbes list. <laughs> you can tell what I've been listening to, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, congrats uh, to them. Right. Uh, but, you know, it, it's lots of us uh, uh, CEOs who are out here who look like us brown, brown kids. So, it's, yeah. it's, it, I mean, you got Rupert Murdoch's, but you also got the Oprah Winfrey's out there, too. So Yes, indeed. <laughs> and, and, and really, um, just really connecting the dots on that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, uh, yes, last night I was at a panel yeah. um, on monetization of the music uh, within the music industry in this digital age. Making money. Making money of yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. How to monetize it. Yeah. And um, there are a lot of different things. There's so many tools and resources available now. Right. But it's so saturated. Yeah. Um, where do you start? Yeah. And in this platform, is always an end result. You know, what you see, that video, you hear that song, mm-hmm. you get that download, that stream. Mm-hmm. But what's the backstory to that? And where you're hearing it is at is already like they say from zero to one hundred. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred. That's the end result. Mm-hmm. But you don't see. Okay, what did it take? Mm-hmm. What was all the intricate things that was involved yeah. in making that and producing that and starting from just the idea mm-hmm. to you know the real deal. Well, you know what? Um, I uh, you know I of course like everyone else. I listen to a lot of like what you call our biggest thinkers in the world right now. And mm-hmm. I read a lot of books, of course, you yes. already know. Yes. But, um, you know, we're talking about monetization and we're talking about, okay, how do I make money at whatever is I'm doing? Something in studio, something in set, something in stage, whatever. So the big thing and the key thing that I have learned is like, and I think it's like some, a realization that's, I've kind of known, but I really, really have hunkered down and focused on it. Mm-hmm. Um, finding the problem. You know, yes. there are problems um, in studios. There are problems in, on sets. There are problems uh, on, on stage. And you're probably like, Cynthia, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> 
Meaning there is a need uh, that needs to be filled. You know yes. what I'm saying? That's part of it. I mean, when you're developing that business or as the terminology they say, if you're trying to set up that entity, mm-hmm. one of the things you got to keep in mind is, mm-hmm. okay, what is going to be my product? Mm-hmm. What what service will I provide that will solve right. that problem? The solution, baby. You got to become the solution right. in this thing. And right. and those that understand that, and that's part of even from, you know, when you're formulating all these things, yeah. even in developing the business plan, one of the most important aspects of that is what's going to be the product of the service. Right. Once okay. you've identified that, then mm-hmm. You can build on that and then now say, well, this is going to be my product or service. Then this is going to be the market, the target that I will present that product or service to, to actually be a solution and that they can utilize in their everyday life. You know what? I'm just thinking, like, say if you're a performer, say you're... Uh, an actor or, or somebody who's just in film or television, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- you need somebody to hold the lights, right? <laughs> yeah, you need somebody definitely. to push the director, yeah. okay, on his on his seat. You need the gaffers, you know what I'm saying? You need uh, someone to do the actor's makeup, you know what I'm saying? Yes, audio, um, audio all those things. exactly. Right. Concerts, yeah. when it comes to concerts. Concerts, what you, what you, what you, what live you need? sound. Yeah, you need somebody live to do the sound. sound. Right. So you guys, you know, you're, you're listening to us or whatever, the only thing we're saying is solve a problem. Solve a problem that's close to what you feel like your purpose is in life. And it's exactly. there. You're probably like, uh, I think my purpose is this, but I can make money at this. There's a way to what? To merge the two. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, And um, in my um post early this week, mm-hmm. I was talking about that. And um, I had someone ask me, well, what is the, what's the process? And mm-hmm. in business... They have this this tool that they use um, from the major corporations all the way down to the small business or the, the starter. Yeah. You know, there's a tool called SWOT analysis. Now, that's an abbreviated term. SWOT meaning S, strengths, W, weaknesses, mm-hmm. O, opportunities, T, threats. Wow. Wow. And, you know, um, you can Google this, guys. And, and, you know, because we have these, we're talking about these tools and platforms, yeah. Google this. Right, right. Due diligence, do research. But the SWOT analysis, um, in short, is a study undertaken by an organization to identify its internal strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. as well as its external opportunities and threats. And, you know, um, some people, you know, and, and look, it's good to be confident. Yeah. But there's a thin line between being confident and cocky. Mm-hmm. And you have some people say, well, what are your strengths? I do this, this, that, and the third. Yeah. Well, what are your weaknesses? Well, I don't have any weaknesses. Oh, that's, oh, God. Halt. Crash and burn right Whoa. there. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, you have to identify your weaknesses to actually reveal your strengths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, it also will reveal your opportunities, and your threats. Right. So you have to understand that. And sometimes that can be a tough pill to take a look at that. But you can take that from the business Mm -hmm. to the personal because even in that, it helps clear the clutter in establishing that idea. Well, you you know, you can't be... Or that purpose. You can't be a baker... Can't be a baker, mm-hmm. and you know you you're a pastry baker, and then you like eating up all of the cookies and all of the uh, <laughs> cakes and, and stuff. You know you eat you ate up all the cookies and cakes after you even baked them. So 
you know what? That's a weakness. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to <laughs> ask you: Are you hungry? Are you hungry? <laughs> you know what? If somebody bought me a cookie right now, I'd be happy about yeah. it. But back to the mm, swat, sweet tooth, uh, sweet tooth, swat, sweet tooth. I, I, I mm. mean, guys, it's used by you know. You hear this here on Studio Set Stage. Like I said, we want to prepare you uh, for walking out there. And uh, like you said, these these tactics are used by like major corporations, right? Oh yeah, and definitely. Hiring people, definitely. firing people. I mean, if you look at making money, think about this. <laughs> And yeah. just take a minute to think about this. And, and I want everybody out there that's listening to take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Think about the products that you use every day and right. why mm-hmm. you use them mm-hmm. or even services. Mm-hmm. Even breaking it down, like say you get a haircut, you know, and you have um, this barber. Um, now, you might have hundreds of barber shops just within walking distance from where you stay. But because of the service that this particular barber mm-hmm. provided but he might be four or five miles down but he, he cut you tight but the service yeah he yeah, presented yeah and and understanding that even within the product it's the experience that's the strength it's 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 building that relationship that's the strength right and Is it's that what the strength saying, yes yeah yes yeah. and okay. and that goes to understanding that so mm-hmm. you know in that that's just a good method and like i said major corporations do that because one thing that's certain is change. Mm-hmm. In time, things change. Look at the platforms, mm-hmm. you know, where it's going literally from brick and mortar to click and order. Well, you, you know so what's interesting? Those are those uh, things in you the, got to take. In the SWAT, mm-hmm. uh, I think all every one of the, the entities in SWAT, like, are so important, right? Oh, yeah. But I also, I think about the opportunities. I yeah. think about the opportunities because in, in this, this day and age of digital, you know what I'm saying, um... A lot of people who you have heard, like, who are very successful, you know, you're so used to hearing, oh, if I could just work with Oprah, oh, if I could just work with Magic Johnson, you know, oh, if I could just work with, uh, I don't know, Ava DuVernay, or can I get with uh, Jay-Z or whatever. But, and people are, are, are not so apt to work with people who, who are in their network right there. Their yeah. opportunity, you have to be able to create an opportunity. You can't right. just sit around and just wait for somebody to give you the opportunity. Yes, indeed. And and by, like, like you said, you know, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, it's understanding that, you know, by understanding where your strengths are, mm-hmm. you're also able to identify your weaknesses mm-hmm. and therefore create that team because mm-hmm. you can't be an island. Yeah. But in building that team, you know, and I know you might want to be like, oh, yeah, I want to work with, like you said, Rock Nation mm-hmm. or I want to, you know, I want to get on. Way above your pay right. grade. Well, <laughs> I, well, no, I you, didn't mean it like that. You got to shoot up high. Yeah, you, you know, do. You got to aim for the galaxy. Right, right. That's right. right. You, you know? may end up on the star. Yeah. I got you. There you go. I got there you. you. Go. I got okay. you. All right. I like that. A little Les Brown in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. What you know about that? Les Brown. I know if Donnie you don't know now. Les Brown, go <laughs> Google him right now. Google him, yeah. Hey, go pick up all of his books. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, um, the art of communication is key yeah you know and definitely like that but in understanding all of those things s-w-o-t right right okay. you help to build your team mm-hmm. okay. and then you can incorporate the efforts and skills of others where you are weak at yeah they come in and then it's it's not so much getting a piece of the pie right it's how can you make the pie bigger but actually having all the right ingredients right. to make that pie and to make as many as you want. You're talking about pies. What kind of pie? You're talking about like apple pie or peach pie? 
Man, I'm talking I'm about that money pot. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So once again, SWAT stands for what? Strengths, uh-huh. weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And mm-hmm. is an analysis. Yeah. And and like I said, you know, you think about all the products that you use every day. Yeah. You know, ask yourself, why do I use them? Or yeah. why do I like them? Yeah. yeah. As, as complex as it could be mm-hmm. or seem, is that simple. You know what? Where does this come from? They've got the golden arches. We've got the golden ox. Oh, wow. Wow. So that so that, so that appeals to what? The Joy. threat. The Joy. threat, right? Joy. The threat of Joy. the SWAT. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. McDowell, he realized what? His threats. Well, hello? <laughs> he said, they got the golden arches. I got the golden ox. And he saw that as an opportunity. That's right. And so, an opportunity. Yeah. Right. And, and like I said, it also helps you to understand your competition. Exactly. Because if you're going to exactly. develop a product or service, there's nothing new under the sun. Exactly. Now, it could be some things that, hey, people have come up with products and services that they invented that changed the game or disrupted the platform or what was once yeah. this popular go-to, yeah. you know, yeah. now it totally destroyed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and that you see that in business. Like, remember, uh, just recently, you um, Toys R Us, yeah, shut down. Yeah, man. You know, blockbuster, shut down, gone. But now you have Netflix, and with Amazon, mm-hmm. that has totally taken over. Where you know now we're coming up. I think in another month or so, we're gonna have Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. But they have this other holiday so forth to buy and and sell goods and products and services cyber monday but cyber monday is totally creeping up to become more popular than the black oh it is it's it's a billion dollar industry and then you you think about especially in in kind of what we do studio set stage like uh most people now uh they're creating apps you know i'm saying i think i just got off the phone with somebody Mm -hmm. who was like you know check out my app you know for anything you need or you know we can get it shipped out to you but all you got to do is pick up your phone your laptop your tablet whatever Press a button and you got it at your door, man. I mean, yes. it's the best thing ever. I'm, I mean, I, I'm on Amazon uh, like at least four times a week, right. just looking at stuff. You know, Amazon yeah. is is funny how you know it started in 1994. It's one of the top companies in the world, and just with their delivery service, they deliver by the stealth. You're so by, by by the um by the little. Airplanes, yeah. they come yeah. and they will deliver yeah. it straight to your house. Right. Well, so so we telling you, we telling you to deliver, y'all. You got to deliver. This is studio uh, set stage. You're listening. This is uh, Cynthia Mallard, and I'm in studio with Mark Dean. And like yes. I said, we're taking you from studio to the set to the stage. So I just wanted to uh, update you on some amazing shows uh, that are coming out. Uh, one that I'm so very happy about, um, Mark Dean, is uh, The Neighborhood, and it's starring our girl Tashina Arnold and. Okay. Uh, Said the entertainer. Woo. So guys, look out for uh, that comedy. I think it hey, is delicious. premiering. I think it's premiering <laughs> on uh, CBS, yeah. and it's going to be October first. But you know, I was okay. so happy uh, just to hear that Tashina Arnold uh, had a new show, and it, it was a comedy because 
I think that's her lane. I really think that's her lane. Yeah, I mean, what was her character in Martin, which was just classic? Pam, Pam, Pam. Pam, Pam, Everybody remembers Pam. BDB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, She's definitely amazing in that. And I know she wanted to kind of try something different to see me looked at in a different light. Uh, But sometimes when you, when it's you, you just do you and you just rise uh, to the top. So also uh, new films out. uh, Night School. Hey. Night School. All right. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany uh, Haddish. The movie is out uh, this weekend. So, yo, go and check that out. Of course, you know, it's produced yes. by Will Packer. Right. And, of course, uh, by Heartbeat. So, I think this is the first time that uh, Kevin Hart is yes. actually funding a movie. Yes. Under yeah. Heartbeat what, Productions, right? Definitely. Uh, Heartbeat Productions is his entity. Mm-hmm. And um, he wrote the script entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, was over the casting. Teamed up with Will Packer. And that's just a testament to understanding, okay, your worth yeah. and then building on your platform. Well, I know that they right. are they are projecting uh, that the movie's going to do really well this weekend. Yes. They're projecting at least about 30 million that's going to come in just this weekend, just off of the previews, which was uh, yesterday, last night, 1.5 oh, million. Yeah. Well, that's in, awesome. in almost like 3,000 um, cinemas across the country. So just wow. big ups yes. uh, to Kevin Hart and mm-hmm. Will Packer. I like to say Kevin Hart is a comedic actor okay yes. i mean some people may disagree with me but i feel like he's a comedic actor i don't know well, if i think he's that's spot the... on i think yeah. that's spot on yeah. and you know yeah. with with anybody as far as the, and the craft and being an artist you know you definitely want to stretch your range but mm-hmm. again going back to the stress weeks opportunities and threats <laughs> you under you know your strengths yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah. his strength is in that you it know is. he is a comedian so mm-hmm. you know kudos again to those guys also want to say big ups uh to viola davis of course you know i, I was able to work with her in 2014 yes. on her film a uh, and eve and that was shot here in atlanta's where i met her and got to spend like a whole three months with her right here in atlanta so just want to say big ups to her because she has a new film coming out and when I say this is, a, is about to be a killer, oh my God, it's called Widows. Widows. It stars, of course, her. She's number one on the call. She, uh, Liam Neeson, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, you know, from Get Out right, and Black Panther. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, also my girl, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez, uh, you know, from all the Fast and Furious yes. uh, movies. And then, of course, Cynthia Erivo, the Broadway star. So okay. it's supposed to be like a heist uh, thriller uh, mm. type movie. So I cannot wait till that comes out. And I think that comes out November 16th. So look out for that. Okay. Yeah. Go, go, yeah. go, Viola. Go. Okay. That, go. that is my girl. It's, yes. you know, it just seems like it's so much to talk about. But I just want to say uh, thank you so very much for all you guys who are following us yes. and uh, continuing just to roll with us. Like, it seems like, like a 30-minute show. It seems like it's almost not even enough. This has been a Studio Set Stage podcast production. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.